It's time for a brand new Swamp Jacuzzi with DJ Biggie Boutte. It's the show of the most on Real Punk Radio, the station sweeping the nation. So get down, get right, get out of sight, and go wild. has Hell's Kitchen, and Huntsville, Alabama, Satan's Outhouse.
listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio, and I'm your host, DJ Biggie Butte. We got a special episode. Well, actually, it's going to end up being two episodes. Uh, we're going to have a little special special thing on uh, Mark Porkchop Holder. I've uh, known Mark for, uh, for a very long time, uh, back since like the early 2000s. And back in the old East Nashville days, uh, Mark, Mark used to play in a band called Black Diamond Heavy. It's an awesome uh, blues band, blues rock uh, thing out, out there. In East, East Nashville. Well, they were from Chattanooga, but uh, but they were they were staying in East Nashville at the time, and uh, and that's why I got got to know them. And uh, Mark Mark's come back, and um, he's put out two albums uh, just in this past year, and they're, they're both really really awesome records. I love them, and uh, I went to see him in, in New Orleans um, on the 29th of May, and uh, I went down there and, and I took my laptop and I took took this microphone and uh, I sat down with him and we. We had a little chat. We, we ended up like sitting and talking for like over an hour and a half of just all this stuff. And uh, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it, but I just kind of brought it all back here and sort started putting it all together. And it's like, man, it's a great story, man. I just really, I, I feel I really need to uh, to bring it out to to people. And um, and he also gave me a, both of his records on vinyl. So so we're going to be playing both albums all on vinyl, and uh, we're going to be going in and out of uh, the the interview. That we that we had, and uh, there there were a couple points I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit that I didn't get a chance to because uh, he's he's recently uh, moved to uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi, and he was telling me about how his uh, cell service is, is very good. So doing a phone interview was like not really the uh, best thing to do. So, but I have a lot of material, and I have, uh, I'm kind of going on what uh, we we've, we've discussed and things, and I've been been doing a little bit of reading here now, and. Uh, uh, it talks in in a premier guitar. Uh, there, there's an article here. It talks about uh, some of the some of the things he, he's going through. Apparently, uh, you know, he, he, he has had some uh, mental uh, mental illness uh, going on. He's living out out in the, out in the woods, out in California, and uh, he, he with uh, no no electricity or running water and too paranoid to interact with people. And then uh, then he has spent several months in a psychiatric hospital, uh, and then uh, he. Kind of came back out in uh, April. April 2016, he began to record this album, Let It Slide, and uh, it's a really awesome album. It's on Live Records, which is uh, also the label that the Black Diamond Heavies were on. Uh, I believe they, they got their record deal about 2005, 2006, and uh, they, uh, Mark left the band at that point, uh, right before they got the record label, which I, I didn't get a chance to ask him about that, because I really wanted to know, like, what was it? Uh, was, I, I know he, he was suffering from some uh, physical ailments. You know he um, he had diabetes and uh, and stuff. And uh, he still walks with a cane now and uh, sits down when he plays guitar. But uh, I, I remember he used to be a, a, a it was used to be a lot worse than than it was than it is now. And so uh, he seems to be uh, working with that too and uh, getting, getting that back together. And and uh, he, he's uh, played like 200 shows this past year, which I think is really awesome. Uh, so uh, let's uh, talk about the music a little bit. Uh, Hambone. That was um, that was from an album 
that they or an EP that they recorded back in uh, 2005, I believe. It's called "You Damn Right," and uh, that was done. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was done in Murfreesboro, down down on the square. A friend, a friend of ours, Alex, I believe, recorded that. And I want to say that was like 16 track, one inch tape. <laughs> I, I have a better memory than what I thought, but uh, yeah. So uh, and uh, so the one before that one is uh, uh, the disappearing, and that's uh, that's uh, one off of his uh, debut solo album let it slide for live records and uh disappearing according according to this little article here uh it says uh you know that that's a song written about his uh his struggle with a uh, mental illness and uh and going out to california and stuff and uh, he he had told me that his uh, his brother was uh uh connected with some uh like some hell's angels and they were working on a, on a weed farm and uh, it's, it's a really cool story but uh so uh, we're, we're gonna kind of get into that a little bit as, as we go along but uh let's uh, for now let's just play a little more music uh let's, let's play another track from uh, that that 2016 album let it slide and this one's called my black name
far as drugs go, I they ain't none of them really hold no mystery for me no more, you know. And uh, uh, is it like a dose thing, man? Like if you do a little bit, you get high, but if you do more, you end up you end up fucking juking in the middle of the street or what? I don't I don't get it, man. I never I smoked BCP and all it all it did was make me feel like uh, I need to slam my head into the fucking window glass a few fucking times. I was, I was around like in, in the 80s. We used to get down to projects uh, around my DC area and it's called Love Book. Mm-hmm. We get like sack, sack of love for $10. You know? And basically it was just like seeds and stems, like sprayed with some kind of crap. <laughs> you know? Probably PCP, man. <laughs> yeah. Called a sherm. And, uh, but yeah, but I, I totally remember that because it changed all of a sudden. Like you, just, you just go down and get these like sacks of love and then all of a sudden it's like, you go down like, you're like hey man, you got, you got that love? Mm-hmm. It's like, Well, one damn thing about getting a whole bunch of people stretched out on crack is they get real fucking predictable. Uh, folks don't think about much but getting some crack when they when they are regularly smoking crack it's pretty much the only thing that really means a whole hell of a lot to them yeah. is uh and i've i've been there yeah I've man, it was that, that first hit man it's the greatest feeling in the world mm-hmm. and you never get there again. never never again and that's the whole the whole time for the rest of your life yep You're just chasing that first hit. yeah the first bell rings and that's that's the best it's ever going to be bell rings, that's yeah it, man that's, it. Well, that's what we used to call it getting your bell rung yeah
everybody, y'all are sitting here listening to Chef Patrick, the head of the Polynesian Pirates, baby, of Southeast Louisiana, representing every single friggin' day during Louisiana summers, culinary life forever. We always listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio, baby.
All right. Well, that definitely sounded like that was an Alex recording from out in Murfreesboro. Um, that was Black Diamond Heavies from that uh, 2005 uh, You Damn Right release. Uh, and that was Down, Down, Down. And that one uh, features the other Black Diamond Heavy uh, singer of the band, uh, John, John Wesley Myers, who uh, goes by the name uh, James Leg now. And he's uh, also on On Alive Records. And I think he helped uh, Porkchop get, get his deal with with live records it's kind of kind of funny because all three of the black diamond heavies are all on alive natural sound records now just with a different uh acts uh john john wesley myers he's got like his solo gig and uh and pork chop he's got his he's got his uh, band going on now and then uh van campbell uh, i believe he's playing in a uh a band uh with uh, one, one of the guys from um left lane cruiser it's uh king mud yeah so uh that which is awesome awesome band um i love uh i love left lane cruiser so uh it's just some really really good stuff man uh, and a lot of natural sound records is uh they're just putting out some really really good uh punk blues rock and roll funk whatever what, whatever you call this stuff man uh, but they, they have the market cornered on it whatever whatever it is they, they got it going on it's uh, awesome stuff and uh so we started out that little segment with uh i've uh kind of broke this interview down in, in little chapters uh just kind of pulled out pieces of things i thought that was uh kind of interesting so I, I broke them down in chapters and i kind of named them all so this, this one's called getting your bell wrong <laughs> so then uh then after that one we went back into uh the let it slide album by pork chop and uh then we did uh, the let it slide reprise going into no doctor and i i love when uh the, that uh national guitar with that uh that's that metal sound and the slide man it's a really really cool sound and um and, you know, after uh, after Mark quit uh, Black Diamond Heavy, he started doing a lot of busking on the streets around Nashville and stuff. And and uh, he really uh, really got that uh, really got that thing down, man. It's like it's a real deal, man. It's uh, awesome stuff. And and uh, so, so it's always uh, I always thought it was weird, you know, because like Black Diamond Heavies, man, like you know that that song was just them. And, uh, but uh, no, nothing against the other guys because they, they're awesome, awesome players and in their in their own right. But man, the Black Diamond Heavies, man, it's like a, a pork chop, man. It was like I, I, it's was, it was hard for me to wrap my head around a Black Diamond Heavy with no pork chop. <laughs> you know, it's like I just didn't, I just didn't, didn't sit right with me. You know, and uh, and and John, man, he he uh, he's an awesome, awesome organ player, and uh, he he does um, some really cool. Uh, uh, organ things, man. He runs like fuzz box through it and stuff, man. He gets these really cool, kicking ass uh, guitar tones and things uh, out of out of this organ, and he plays the bass uh, keys on it also. So, uh, man, he, he's a, he's a one man show, which is which is cool in itself. But uh, like I said, man, a pork chop, man, I don't know. But but uh, man, I just I've been such a huge fan of this guy since 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 we uh, met back in I believe it's like 2003. 2004 something like that um when uh we, we just moved to east nashville and these guys have just moved to east nashville and uh, we, we just we just became good friends and i think what musically what was sealed the deal for me was uh man one night i remember uh i remember being at radio cafe and i, I had a really good buzz going on like i'm not going normally did back in back in those days uh and uh w- walking walking through there and uh, Black Diamond Heavies were playing and they just wrote this song called All to Hell and I just 
Oh man, it was like I was going through some some shit, man. And I heard that song, and I swear to God, I, I stood stood there right right in front of everybody, and just like bawled my eyes out as I heard that song for the very first time. And I, Lord, that was so so good. I, I'll never I'll never forget it. I'm getting chills just talking about it. And, and no, I'm not gonna play that one. <laughs> just because uh, I'll start crying again. So I don't want that. And uh, so, but I will play another uh, John song uh, just because uh, I have it queued up, and you know, it's a, and like I said, you know, he, he's 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 uh, the other part of Black Diamond Heavies, man. So uh, let's just do one of John's, and uh, we'll do one. Uh, this is called "Might Be Right," and this is uh, I believe it's uh, an R.L. Burnside uh, influence song, <laughs> which is uh, I've seen R.L. a couple times, man. It's, it was a really pleasure to. Uh, uh, been able to catch him uh, a couple times before he died and uh, I think he uh, played John Spencer Blues Explosion I know John Spencer did an album with him but I'm pretty sure when I saw RL he, did, he was opening for uh, John Spencer in DC um it was twice somehow I saw them on that tour twice or something but um yeah so it's good good stuff man and uh and actually I'm not one to say things when I'm not 100% positive but I'm also but I'm 98% positive and lord forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong but I I believe I believe Alex that, that recorded that, that last record you damn right I, I believe he passed away a few years ago uh I hope I'm wrong on that one, but uh, I don't think I am. Uh, I see like maybe some kind of like brain aneurysm or something, but uh, yeah, just, uh, just I just I just remember that now <clears throat> um, listening to the stuff. Uh, but man, uh, you know he he he's part of that he's part of that scene there with us. So uh, so let's do let's do one for for Alex, man. Uh, so this is uh, Black Diamond Heavies uh, with with uh, John Wesley Myers, uh, James Leg, and this one's called Might Be Right. Hey, you want some whiskey? Yeah. Water? You said the Coke is coming. That's good. You have, you have them bring it right up here to the front. And we'll give it out to all the people that love it. It'll be their favorite shit. Ah, I love you too, baby. I think maybe we play some, uh, we play some boogie here. We're going to do this one in the key of... Uh, we're going to do it nay, and we're going to do it all day. song right here I ripped off from R.L. Burnside but he's dead and he don't mind I'm sure who's the nice guy
yeah i don't really do nothing no more but smoke weed man yeah. and, and and i don't even do that every day you know yeah man i've i've, I've uh, kind of phased out of smoking weed yeah like I, I always like to have some yeah like i, I gotta have a little bit mm -hmm. around the house just in case <laughs> just in case i'm on it yeah but if i don't i'll freak out yeah but like you know, I've, I've had the same couple little nugs, like, for weeks. Sure, you know, sure. Yeah. yeah, man, weed, marijuana to me is, like, more, it's more medicinal. Yeah, yeah. Recreational, because if I don't have, if I go three days without weed, I'm an asshole. I get agitated, yeah. so we... Man, my brother lived in California. He was on, uh, uh, one of the most powerful, he was on two different really powerful, um anti-convulsive drugs uh, uh, had a brain injury and did seizures yeah. had seizures and he uh, went out there and found a strain called blue dragon which is like a diesel and a blueberry and that motherfucker came completely off of the medicine and doesn't have any seizures oh, yeah, anymore we, man got a lot of medical yeah yeah it's uh, i don't think it's harmful at all um what big pharma wants you to do they want to keep legalizing the, man, the shit that could actually cure shit it, it started here years and years ago because it was the black but no the the the, the the prohibition against weed oh, new orleans was the weed town in america in oh, the yeah, 20s and 30s yeah, yeah man and it was all brown folks black and brown folks and uh you know they they just assumed that uh uh some some uh debutante daughter was gonna catch some dick if she was smoking that shit you know and uh and and that that was the the racism came in and then all the industry the industrial shit and the big pharma Follow right on in with it. Yeah. Big pharma, man. The shit with that is they'll make a pill that'll cure one thing, but it'll give you five other fucking sides. Yeah, man. Yeah. None of it is as gentle on people as weed is. None of it.
baby, please don't go. I, I thought, I always thought that was a Van Morrison song. I, I, I had to look it up. And it says here that, uh, baby, please don't go has been called one of the most played, arranged, and rearranged pieces of blues history. And, um, apparently it was, uh, written, written by Delta Blues musician Big Joe Williams, uh, popularized the song with several versions beginning in 1935. So they put him down as, as the writer. But, uh, now they say it's a tr- traditional, but, uh, Joe Williams has been credited on record. So, uh, I, I thought that was pretty cool, because, uh, like I said, I always thought it was, uh, Van Morrison. Apparently, uh, Muddy Waters did it in 1953, 1952, doo version, the Orioles, um, and it's, yeah, just so, a bunch of people, a bunch of people have done it, but, uh, cool, cool version, really cool version. And, uh, then before that, we heard, uh, Big Pharma, so another, uh, chapter of our little chat, uh, New Orleans was, uh, me and Pork Chow. And uh, you've been listening to the Swamp Security on Real Punk Radio, and I'm your host, DJ Biggie Boutte. Tune in every other Friday for the Louisiana Hell Ride Happy Hour. Well, actually, I guess uh, since I'm going to split this up in two episodes, I'm going to go ahead and do do the other half next week. I'm not going to make y'all wait two weeks worth for the other half, so it's going to be ne- next Friday where we're doing it. But uh, it'll be on uh, Real Punk Radio Friday night uh, at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central Swamp Time. It's what the weird kids listen to. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can shoot me an email swampjacuzzi at gmail.com. And if you'd like to get your voice on the air, give us a call. I got a Google Voice set up at New Orleans area code 504-407-1814. Take a little trip. Well, let's uh, play some more music. Uh, like I said, uh, I got two albums uh, that I've been trying to trying to uh, break out for y'all. And uh, I've been I'm loving it, loving it, man, and I, I kind of, you know, usually I run, run my, my music through like a little bit of a, some some stuff, you know, just try to take some noise out and stuff, but since, since I'm doing these records, man, it's like, you know, you want that surface noise, man, it's just like, it, it's what makes it awesome, you know, there's that vinyl sound, you know, so, so it's all, it's all in there, man, it's like, ragu, it's in there. So, uh, let's do, uh, let's see, let's do a, a song, I remember this one, this was, uh, originally recorded on, on Black Diamond Heavies, that You Damn Right EP, which, uh, I tried to download that on, off of a site from France, and, uh, uh, it didn't work, so I got, I think I may have two songs from it, but, uh, so if, if anyone has a copy of that, that they would be willing to, uh, uh, shoot me a copy, I would love to, uh, hear it again. Because uh, I remember it just being so badass. But uh, Mark uh, Porkchop, he recorded uh, recorded the song uh, Big Boat, uh, which was on that EP, and he recorded it again on his second uh, album. Uh, this this one's uh, it, it's dated 2017, and let it slides from uh, 2016. But uh, he was telling me that they were both came out within within a year, about eight months apart. So uh, th- this is from his second album. This is De- Death in the Blues, and uh, this is a big boat.
Well, uh, let's, um, let's, let's talk some music. Yeah, man. Love to. Let's, uh, let's kind of make it a little official sort of thing. We get a little thing into it. Sure. Uh, this is DJ Biggie Boutet, and you're listening to Swamp's Accused, the only real punk radio. And I'm here in New Orleans with a Mark Porkchop holder. He's uh, got a show tonight. Uh, what, what, what's, what's, what's this joint is the Portside Lounge. Portside Lounge. Yeah. Dry, dry sand? Dry ass. Dry ass. Yeah. So, man, uh, me, me, and, me and Mark, man, we, we've known each other for shit, man. Like, since, what, like 2002? Something yeah. Like that? Yeah, man. Man, we used to play play together a whole bunch of back in the East Nashville radio cafe mm-hmm. days, man. Those are, those are crazy times, man. Yeah, it was, it was wide open, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I remember how I met you guys, because, um, we put a thing up in the radio cafe looking for a drummer, and your drummer, Van, yeah. uh, he pulled the little tab off the off the off our thing. It was like it was talking to us about playing drums in our band, but he was playing drums with you guys. Might have been your, his first show with you guys. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. But it, he was like talking talking to us about possibly playing in our band, and he was like, "Yeah, that's cool." He was like, and he was asking where we were, and we were like, "Yeah, we're at the bar at the radio cafe." He's like, "Dude, I'm in the band, like smoking." Then we hung out, man, and we just became friends. And like ever since, you know, we hung out over there, over there on the east side, and we kind of, uh, kind of uh, split ways for a little bit, man. Uh, yeah. When was the last time I saw you? Like maybe eight years ago. Yeah, something, something like that, man. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah, I know, I know that. it's been been quite a while now. I, I don't know if I've seen you since uh, since you weren't playing with Black Diamond. Maybe, maybe not, man. Maybe not. I uh, uh, I did a whole lot of street stuff after I got out of the Black Diamond Heavies. I played on the street in Nashville for almost two years, uh, making a living, and uh, and then you know it was solo gigs and and all that kind of stuff. And then I I did I did what all all musicians do. I had a little dark period there, man. You know, and uh, came through that okay. You know, uh, got myself figured out and got myself right, and uh, came back and made this record with these boys that I'm playing with now. And I had no plans for the. We were just making a record, you know what I mean. We just, just trying to document something, you know. And uh, uh, sent it to a, a label guy, pretty much cold, and he took it. And uh, we did two. That's we did two last year, that same year. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- those two, those two albums are, are great. So. Thank you, man. Uh, what's let, let it slide. Is let it slide is the first one, and then we did one about seven or eight months later called uh, Death in the Blues. That's the newest. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, you, you're talking about dark, dark times, and I mean, there's good and bad things I think comes out of dark times. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like your, your, your creative juices definitely uh, flow. Mm-hmm. Like if, if everything was all like happy and great, you know, it's like I don't know if we would uh, we'd be writing. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, you know, you gotta have you gotta have something to talk about, for sure. You know, and uh, particularly with with my trip, which for me it's a blues thing you know i mean my band has moments where we definitely break off like black sabbath or led zeppelin or something like that you know but um but 
in my heart, you know, I'm a blues player. And so that's pretty much taking whatever it is that you're dealing with that's hard, you know, and turning it into a positive, man, turning it into a celebration, you know. It's, uh, it's music about hard times that people party to. You know, and uh, I mean, anytime you can do that for yourself, and and especially if you can do it for yourself and then do it for other people too, I mean that's just a you know, making some money is great, yeah. but but doing that for for folk, you know, for a minute, that's, I mean, it's it's my dead level best attempt to help people <laughs> is to try to entertain them. You know? Well, man, I'll tell you, like, with, with, your, with your music, it's like, it's, it's blues, and it's uh, definitely, you know, it's like, it comes, it comes from that, that that area, but it's yeah. like, uh, your, your music kind of like, it, it just doesn't really make me depressed when no. I hear it. It's like, I, I get more, like, pumped up. Well, yeah, it's rock, man. It's a, it's a, uh, you know, I, the 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 little tagline uh, that we came up with in the press kit was it's a rock band fronted by a blues man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and that's and that's you know that's the thing is it's not a laid back proposition with us, man. We're we're going for the brass ring, you know. Yeah.
yeah, I think that's probably my favorite pork chop song right now, uh, Coffin Lid. And that's off of his uh, newest album, Death in the Blues. Uh, Mark, Mark Pork Chop Holder uh, got, got a new record out, and I've uh, been uh, showcasing uh, both of them. It's uh, some good stuff, and I uh, hope, hope, you, hope you're digging it. And I, I think that's probably a good, uh, good stopping point for, uh, for this week. And I'll be back next week and do the other half of it. Uh, this is DJ Biggie Boutte, and you've been listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio. And uh, stick around for Scott Hudson and the Ledge. And uh, let's take it out with one more. Do, do one more from uh, Death in the Blues. Let's do, uh, let's do Sad Days and Lonely Nights. And I'll see you next week.
time for a new Swamp Jacuzzi, the Louisiana Hell Ride Happy Hour. It's what the weird kids listen to, featuring the host with the most, the Wapo of the Swampers, the Hoo-Hey of the Bootes, DJ Biggie Bootes. And this week we're doing a special showcase of Mark Porkchop Holder in the MPH. We did it last week and we're doing it again. This is a part two of a series of all pork chop all the time. We're doing it all straight from vinyl. So let's jump right into it. Do uh, the first track off of uh, his Death in the Blues. And uh, this one's called Captain Captain.
so, so uh, tell, tell me a little bit about these guys you play with. All right, man. So, um, uh, the drummer that I'm playing with, I had played with the cat off and on for years. He was actually one of the. Uh, uh, he was uh, a drum with the Black Diamond Heavies before Van Campbell came on. Oh, gotcha. Some, but he was also in one of the sort of great unrecognized country bands, I think, ever. They were called Uncle Lightning. Well, they are called Uncle Lightning. They just don't get it on very much anymore. But uh, uh, his name's Doug Bales. And uh, Doug, man... Uh, he's one of them dudes that when you meet him, you think he's the kind of cat to be hanging out in a hardware store at nine o'clock in the morning drinking coffee, you know. <laughs> and then you, and then you see him on stage, and you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell people that there's a whole bunch of good drummers uh, around Chattanooga. I just happen to have got their daddy. Yeah, I, I think Uncle Lightning was probably like one of the first bands, maybe that, that Porter Hall played with. Yeah, you know, yeah. We played in Chattanooga. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, Uncle Lightning was one of them deals where uh, uh, just about the time that you started hearing people play country music that was not that was trying to stay true to country music, you know, yeah. and and not particularly be commercial. They're more concerned about playing you a good song than they are selling you a good song, yeah. you know. That was that Uncle Lightning was pretty early on that tip, man, you know, uh, and. Uh, fantastic man and with them he played country and with us man Doug was a punk rocker growing up for years and years you know the joke is he was he was punk back when you were 14 years old in a leather jacket and somebody throw a beer at you on the side of the road and holler hey queer where's your motorcycle you know <laughs> you know and uh, 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 and that's definitely coming out with him man uh, uh, that dude can tell you what color people the people in the clash he can tell you what color shirt they had on when they recorded something man you know he's like a walking encyclopedia of early punk rock man yeah, yeah he's awesome. awesome uh that's that's doug and then uh the other cat my bass player friend is uh we called him we call him uh, la montaña que camina which means the mountain that walks <laughs> right he's on. uh he, his name's Travis Kilgore. He's a uh, six-four, uh, about about four hundred and forty pounds or so. Man, he's a great big ass man, uh, teddy bear of a human being, and just like Doug is with that encyclopedia knowledge of uh, of punk rock. I think Travis could play heavy metal tunes for 12 hours, man, you know? Man, that name is really familiar yeah, to me. Yeah. Oh, right. we're, 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 oh he's, he's, he's both Chattanooga and... No, man, Travis, this is really Travis's first thing that wasn't strictly a local thing around his hometown. Uh, but he's just a monster of a bass player. And not, and not even size, you know, <laughs> which when you see the cat, that you get it, you know? But... Uh, uh, I mean, he's he's the funny thing is that that left his own devices. He's a big heavy metal guy, and yet when he plays with me, man, he just swings. He just swings so hard and drives so hard, man. You know, and uh, them two, I am. I, I don't know how everybody else feels, man, but I'm incredibly blessed to have the cats that are playing with me playing with me. You know, and uh, uh, and not just as. See, the thing is, man, they're they're both guys with grown kids. You you know, so uh, I told him straight up. I said, "There's two things with the job. The first is um, 
I, I want you to play your guts out. And then the other thing is, man, I, I notice you're both good fathers, and frankly, I may need one. <laughs> you know, so uh, uh, so you know, if I'm if I'm sick, you know, I suffer from psychosis and stuff. I take medication for it, and uh, if I'm sick, man, you, you're gonna have to come get me. Yeah. You know, and uh, they they are a. Uh, uh, them dudes take care of me, man. Well, they do. I think that's a, that's a really unique thing. Like nowadays, it's really hard to get a band. And so there's, oh, yeah. there's a lot of guys out there right now, like work, working really like solo music mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And then they initially say like, oh, it's you know for because like I wanted to do it this way and that way, but it's, it's really more out of necessity, man. Because yeah. it's really hard to like uh, maintain uh, maintain uh, you know like a group of guys on the road and like be able to you know live and. That's one thing, man. Is we we've we've all caught each other. You know, we we're grown folks, man. Everybody's everybody's uh, at least a year or two north of forty. You know, and uh, it's one of them situations where you know you don't really find people that are playing that stuff that just you don't run into a lot of people that are playing stuff that just rocks. You know, and and that that's what your like reference point for being entertaining and being interesting is 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 to really rock out you know and that's what we do man we got we played 200 dates last year man we're looking at getting at least 200 in this year uh and uh man sometimes it's two people you know and sometimes it's it's 800 you know or or festival it might be more and uh we pretty much play the same the same show don't matter who's there who ain't there man you know uh, uh the there's a lot of joy in it for us man there's a lot of therapy in it and a lot of joy in it and uh these are people me and these two cats we got to do this man there's not there's no b there's no plan b you know uh uh and uh they love to travel you know Uh, that's that's definitely a plus man it's like you know i've been you know kind of pondering on the idea of like kind of getting back into it a little bit because i'm I'm missing it it well i mean you're 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 a crack fire guitar player bro i mean like i mean use it no 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 now don't let's not let's let's not let's not bullshit each other i i have seen you explode i mean explode and uh and i know that that if you ain't doing that somewhere there's a part of you that wants to real bad man yeah that is true yeah yeah I definitely I didn't miss it but, but also at the same time you know like you were talking about like all the guys being over 40 that's, that's the thing I'm also think about now too is like well shit man can I what's gonna happen like, you know, like if, I, if I get back in a van it's like I won't be able to keep this, this place where I live I right. be able to like do this like, right. you know I'm, am I ready to to do that again, yeah you know, it's like it's like, I mean somehow it always works out like, oh yeah thing. You, know, you know it always works out in the end but like this that this that terror of terrifying first step oh yeah man I mean I'm not a I'm not a sp- I'm not what I would call like like I'm not a person that has like religious beliefs and stuff like that. But I will tell you kind of an interesting thing for me. When I'm playing music, I get what I need to do what I need to do. It comes. It's I call it walking in the way, man. It's like it's like being on the path, you know?
hundred miles just riding on my thumb. Bought one cup of coffee, sat and drank my fill. Tasted black and bitter, boys, but it helped me fight the chill. I don't care about you, don't care what you think. All I really want to do is gamble, fight, and drink. Think you recognize me, think you see my face, but I'm a stranger in this place. I'm a stranger in this place. Anyway, 
water Her lips were cool and sweet Yeah, but the whiskey, it was tainted, man
been a black cat bone Strict nine bought in town You know it might have been my own foolishness If you've been uh, following the show like uh, you're supposed to, uh, the episode uh, last week, uh, you might have heard that song, No Doctor. It was on uh, uh, Pork Chop's first album, Let It Slide, from 2016. And uh, But uh, I was talking about this uh, EP that I couldn't find. Uh, it was, uh, you Damn Right with the Flaming Pork Chop on the cover of it. And I found it, actually. I found it on, on a website from a, a jazz and blues uh, website in uh, France. It took me about four times to download it because every time I tried to download it, first something weird happened and it didn't work, and I had to do it again. And so, so saying the files corrupt and this and that. But after fourth time, because I'm persistent like that, uh, I got it. I finally got the thing. So uh, I'm glad that I split this episode up, and uh, so it gave me a little bit more time to take some of the songs off that I had and replace them with uh, these, these new files. And uh, it just sounds a lot better, man. And uh, and I, I'm just really excited, excited that I found it. So, uh, so there it was. That was uh, No Doctor and from uh, You Damn Right from uh, 2005, Black Diamond Heavies. And before that, we heard Stranger, and that was from uh, Let It Slide. And then uh, we did uh, two chapters of the of the interview. Uh, that that was uh, they're they're good fathers, and I may need one. And grown folks walking in the way. All right, so uh, we're, we're getting down into some dirty, dirty blues. So uh, let, let's keep that theme going just a little bit more. And uh, let's do uh, one from his newer one, Death in the Blues. This is one that's Nobody Wants to Cry. Everybody wants 
to reason But nobody bothers to ask why Everybody wants to go to heaven But nobody wants to die from Chattanooga to Clarksdale pretty much two weeks ago, man. Um, Clarksdale is, uh, well, you know, it's actually pretty much, if you could, if you can nail down one place that's really the birthplace of the blues. Yeah, that's that's a crossroads. It would have to, the crossroads, they say, is there. It's the intersection of Highway 61 and 49 is what it is. And, uh, you know, wherever Robert actually supposedly went out and made his deal with uh, uh, the man in black, you know, was uh, out in a cotton field somewhere, you know, but... But yeah, that's that's their riff is the crossroads, and they're it's a town of seventeen thousand people, and they're and they're doing live music seven nights a week. There's somewhere to go play a gig seven nights a week in Clarksdale. So, I mean, my thing is I'm on the road so much that like where I hang my hat when I'm not on the road is not that big a thing. Clarksdale is cheap, 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 cheap to live in, man. I mean, you know, you can get into a mortgage on a house for like a hundred bucks a month and shit like that so yeah it's it's uh it's and and then and there's a really great community of local people and expatriate people too man people that have come in because the history of the place means something to them you know so the blues walks pretty tall there and uh and i'm that's 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 my love you know i'm in a rock man this this man i'm in is rock and roll band but my musical conception is as a blues player uh, it's, it's just that I happen to be able to do it fairly fast and, and with a certain amount of rage <laughs> you know so uh, uh, yeah it's a it's a rock band that's fronted by a blues guy you know and uh, they like us down there man they eat us up so yeah yeah I'm, I'm sticking there Larry Doug is it, my drummer is is gonna be there pretty quick Mr. Travis has some family stuff he has to uh, he has to finish out with 
with, man, uh, taking care of some old folks and stuff like that. In Chattanooga? In Chattanooga still. Yeah, but, you know, basically, man, that's just starting or stopping a tour in Chattanooga, making it the first or last show of a tour, you know, and you're good to go, you know. Yeah. Right on. Well, hopefully, like, you know, you're a little closer this way, I'll be seeing some more of you. Hey, look, man, if I can, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can knock an ashtray off a table and get me to go to New Orleans, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it ain't. And it's five hours, so that ain't no big deal.
now it, it it's not it ain't easy you know the amount of work that you put in off stage and then on stage it's a lot of work but uh, but you either need to do it or you don't and if you need to do it they there ain't no point in trying to do nothing else man you'll end up wandering back into it you know? yeah yeah I used, to, I used to say it was a curse. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, man, I've I've had my times when it was when it was brutal. Yeah. And bitter, you know, but uh, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, there was an old MTV promo where they asked Iggy Pop what it was like to play live, and he said it's like flight while elephants pound the earth. <laughs> and that's pretty much my trip that I'm living on these days, yeah. man. Is is uh, I got elephants pounding the earth, and it and it lets me step out there and do my thing man and it's and it's just a tremendous amount of fun man.
what a great record, man. Uh, Pork Chops, uh, almost getting a little hillbilly in uh, in there. It's uh, really cool, man. Uh, Death in the Blues uh, by Mark Porkchop Holder. It's an awesome, awesome record on uh, live records. We've been uh, doing a showcase last two episodes. This this whole little section we just did was it was all um, taken from Death in the Blues. So uh, we started that off with Nobody Wants to Cry. After that, we went back to our little interview that talked about uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi. And then after that, we uh, heard the title track, Death in the Blues. And then uh, another little uh, chapter of our, our interview, we call that one, uh, Flight While Elephants Pound the Earth. And then uh, we, we went on a little three-song uh, excursion there from uh, Death in the Blues. And the reason I did that, because it kind of flows that way on the record. And I didn't want to break it up, man. You know, it's like they, they put songs on there for a reason. Like when they kind of fade into each other, you know, you listen, listen to the whole thing. That's the way, that's the, way the artist wants you to hear it, so that's the way we're going to hear it. So we heard uh, Be Righteous. And then after that, Bless Me, Santa Sima. And then uh, followed that up with Billy the Kid. And, uh, you know, I, I keep on talking about this uh, EP I just got from uh, Black Diamond Heavy. It's, uh, I'm just I'm just excited, man. You know, I thought it was really cool that I, that I found this thing. It's uh, this You Damn Right EP, man. It reminds me of the old times. And, uh, but one thing uh, I noticed when I got it, the uh, first uh, EP that I had, it six songs on it, right? So, But this one had seven. And on the seventh track, it says there's a bonus track. And it said uh, Death letter so uh, i didn't think it was black diamond heavy so you know it's like it didn't sound like them you know but it, but it kind of did but it's like i could see where maybe someone got confused and put it on there or something so i posted something about the uh, ep and uh and uh, john wesley myers uh, james leg he commented back uh, on my instagram picture and it said that oh that was uh actually uh bob, bob reuter bob reuter and then the uh, black diamond heavies were all backed him up on the song and then uh so I was like, that's really cool, and it's a great song, man. I'm gonna, I want to read you just a little thing. So I, I kind of looked it up a little bit about uh, Bob Reuter. Yeah, he was a DJ for uh, KDHX out in St. Louis, and, uh, and uh, it seems like this this dude is like, I, I heard I've heard the name before. I think he wrote some stuff on on my band because uh, we just play St. Louis a whole lot with uh, Port Royal, Tennessee, and St. Louis is always just an awesome, awesome city, man. One of one of our best places to play, really, in the country was uh, St. Louis and uh, I wish I could get back and visit more often than I do but uh, so this uh, this cat uh, Bob Reuter um, apparently he died uh, he fell down an elevator shaft uh, which is horrible he, he wrote a little something about this uh, about this song uh, Death, Death Letter and it says uh, I kind of tricked the Black Diamond Heavies in the back of me on this I brought them into KDHX to an on air session and at the end of it had some extra time and I asked them if they would mind backing me up on a song well they had never heard me they had just met me but i had brought them into record for free and pumped their show on the radio so they just went for it i could tell they were pretty sure that this was gonna suck shit <laughs> so we cut it right there and then on the spot was no run through i just told them it was three cores and e and they followed me he <laughs> uh they had it up on their website for a long while afterwards check out james leg on them keys and then the credits are mark Porkchop holder van campbell john wesley Myers, aka James Lake, recorded live at 
KDHX FM 88.1. So, uh, man, I've, I've been listening to this, this track uh, like, since I heard it. I've probably listened like five times, man. It's so cool, man. It's, it's really awesome, and it's a lot different than, uh, than the stuff uh, I've heard heard before uh, by Black Diamond Heavies. Just, just goes to share just how uh, awesome band they are, man. They can just jump on some stuff and just like make it rock, you know. And uh, so I kind of slipped that in last minute. So let's uh, let's hear this uh, Bob, Bob Reuter with the Black Diamond Heavies. It's called Death Letter. Grave. 
See this woman I've been with me nearly my life 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years I looked at a crow jay and I thought And I thought About what can I say What can I say that would express what I'm feeling in my heart and in my mind About this woman And I thought And then it come to me. And then it come to me. I thought. And then I said. to the point now where we've where we've uh, externalized our social interaction man we it ain't people to people anymore it's it's people communicating over the internet don't hate it not hating on it it's changed a lot of things for the better but we're we're finding our footing with it and and there are things that are getting lost yeah oh definitely I mean, you know I mean even like with this what I'm doing right here you know it's like I, I've got sucked into like I'm guilty of uh, you, if you call me yeah. I won't answer the phone yeah but you text me I'll like text yeah. me back you know? yeah and, uh, and you know and I do this podcast show where I record everything and, like I fix up all my mm-hmm. parts and like I take out take out little breaths and little um, like, yeah man yeah stutters and all that kind of stuff but I think dude like doing things this way is so much better man so, yeah like, go, go, go talk to these people like face to face you hear the music like right here yeah like, man it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be real you know yeah man people people uh uh the the thumb thing communicating with your thumbs yeah. it uh uh people people don't you know, man, I come I come from the country, brother. You know? And in the country where I grew up, if if you're if you're uh, if you got a viewpoint and you're a grown person and you state it, you gotta stand for it, you know. And we live in a place now where people will say shit they don't even think and believe just to piss somebody else off. And there ain't no consequence, man. There ain't no consequence but just yaw yawing back and forth at each other in a thread. Well that, that's that's what I think a lot a lot of this uh, uh, political stuff's going on like everyone's just like wants to argue with each yeah, other like, yeah. not just for the sake of this like well you believe this though I hate you yeah but, yeah you know, you know and, and the thing is man we're all we're all riding on the same roads we're all 
working the same jobs. We're all spending the same dollar bill. We're all worried about getting that dollar bill. You know what I mean? And and uh, uh, we are more alike than we are different, man. All of us. We are more alike than we are different. And uh, you ain't, it ain't got to go into hate and anger, man. It ain't, it ain't got to go all the way there. It's possible to be civil and, uh, and to meet somebody that's 180 degrees from where you're at, you know, and be cool with them, man. You know, it, you don't you don't have to. Uh, it seems like everybody's got some kind of point they're trying to prove. Yeah. You know, I it, all my if I'm trying to convince anybody of anything, I'm doing it with a guitar hanging around my neck and a slide on my finger. The rest of the time, I ain't got I ain't got no sermons I'm trying to preach. I ain't, I ain't got no political agenda I'm trying to enact. I ain't I ain't doing none of that, man. I'm just I'm playing music and talking about what's on my mind. I, th- I think I, I think I was like for a long time. I think I was yeah. an agenda oriented you know person, but I, yeah. it's, it's taken me a lot to get. But I'm getting to that point where I'm just if you buy this British beer, a dollar tip goes to Dirty Deep. Yeah, that's what the no kid. Told me. Yeah, that's what he just told me. Well, that's cool, man. What? Yeah. So if you come down to the show tonight, get yourself a Christmas. DJ over here is going to explain. I know, I know the whole thing. Uh, the, he's going to explain to us what the Christmas tastes like. Let's go ahead and have a piece of that and see what we think.
That was Mark Porkchop Holder and MPH doing headlights off of uh, their 2016 release, Let It Slide, on the live records. And we've been playing all Porkchop stuff, uh, all all episode, and, and the one before it. So you've been listening to the Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio, and I'm your host, DJ Biggie Boutte. Check us out every other Friday for the Louisiana Hell Ride Happy Hour right here on RealPunkRadio.com at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central Swamp Time. It's what the weird kids listen to. And after you get done over there, uh, come, come on over to SwampJacuzzi.com and uh, check out uh, we got a bunch of episodes over there. Uh, I don't have to take them down anymore so I, I'm starting to build them back up again. I, I think we have about 13, 14 episodes over there now. So uh, come on over, man. Check it out. Uh, you stream and download them for free and uh, share them with your friends. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can shoot me an email. SwampJacuzzi at gmail.com If you have some new music and stuff you can send it to me through that or uh, you know just uh, get in touch with me and if, if you have a record or something you'd like to send uh, just get in touch with me through the email and uh, and I'll, I'll uh, give you my physical address so you can send me some stuff and that's swampjacuzzi at gmail.com and if you'd like to get your voice on the air you can always give us a call at New Orleans area code 504-407-1814 take a little trip just uh, make sure you mention that you listen to Swamp Jacuzzi on a real punk radio all right, uh, we've been doing this uh, Mark uh, Pork Chop Holder uh, episode uh, for two two episodes now. We're, we're kind of coming coming to a close here pretty soon, and uh, it's been fun. I'm, but I'm running out of songs, you know. I guess uh, Pork Chop, you need to do another record so I can just kind of follow you around and just play Pork Chop songs. That'd be, that'd be cool, man. That'd be all right. I can dig it, man. And uh, uh, so uh, we just heard uh, headlights off of uh, Let It Slide, and then before that we went back to uh, some of the interview things and uh, th- that little chapter is called Eternalized Our Social Intersection. Have I mentioned this? Uh, I just dig the way this guy talks man. It's like it's, it's awesome man. You know we could uh, we, we could we could spout back and forth this stuff all, all day and, uh, and we, we would too if we had a chance. <laughs> Alright uh, so um, let's play another one of the old ones with a uh, Black Diamond Heavy so slip, slip one more in there. Why not? Uh, we played this one on, on the last episode because uh, uh, Porkchop, he recorded it on his uh, Death and Blues, but uh, this, this is a 2005 version uh, back with Black Diamond Heavies. Uh, this is a Big Boat.
different thing coming out of me, man. Yeah. Um, I, I grew up uh, uh, son of a Baptist minister, and pretty much everything I know about rock and roll, I learned in church. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, Southern Baptist, man, they are there. It is not Lutheranism. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I was raised Pentecostal. Yeah, it's not. It's not sit up. It's not stand up, sit down. Yeah. All, all that mess. It's no. somebody's gonna go rolling down the aisle, <laughs> yeah, squat. Yeah. Wow. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's the way I, I learned how to play music. music. Are you? Yeah. You know, bro. You know what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doing cartwheels down the aisles. Yeah, man. Jumping up and down on the stairs. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, man. It's just getting high. It's just it's just yeah. folks getting high and man yeah. more power. You know what I mean? I mean I, I use that energy like now with, with guitar playing. I definitely sure. use that like thing like that like draws people into it, you know. You were you were trained as a Pentecostal kid yeah. to be able to get yourself to a place mm. where you're open yeah. and where and where energy is like coming out of you. Yeah. And uh, and I was trained the same way as yeah, from, as, as a Southern Baptist kid, you know, yeah. From seven to, to fifteen, uh, like all, all I wanted to do was be like a traveling evangelist. Right, right. They were <laughs> like they were grooming place. me for that, man. Yeah, they were grooming me for that. Yeah. 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 This is true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, when pigs fly, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, definitely now. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry to smoke you out there, Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, the, the, the energy thing, though, I, I, remember, uh, I remember my grandfather, I used to play music with him. I started, started uh, playing music. Yeah. At, at seven years old, and we played, like, you know, a lot of revival meetings and stuff. And, like, you know, I learned to sit. Played like harder as people got up, started like mm -hmm. rolling around the floor mm -hmm. and all, all that kind of thing. I just made me play harder and harder. But the first thing, like main thing I learned, that he was like, whenever someone starts speaking in tongues, you stop playing. Yeah, that's uh, that's your yeah. rule right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Southern, the Southern Baptists don't do that, but but I'll tell you what, man. My papa was a 20 year Navy man yeah. before he uh, before he became a minister, and uh, that dude would start out suited up, tied up, had his tie on hair slicked back you know looking like looking like as close to a million dollars as a fat man could look right yeah. but but 15 minutes 10 minutes into the sermon the jacket was off he never did roll his sleeves up he would just jerk them up and he had like he had like an anchor here and two dogs that said chattanooga on a rocker <laughs> underneath it over yeah. here and like a horse fly over here tattooed <laughs> up you know and he he'd been a boxer in the navy man and that dude would literally do boxer footwork while he was preaching. You know what I mean? He looked like he was t going toe to toe with the motherfucking devil. Yeah. That's what he looked like. And man, I think nobody really gives a damn, man. Yeah, I definitely don't. And I, and uh, you know, uh, our our friend that rode by two or three times there has has either found what he was we're, looking we're, for. We're or live on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But we are in New Orleans. Hey, DJ, it's, lo it's legal. It's legal somewhere, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, if you ain't, if you ain't smoking it, y'all try it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, but, uh, uh <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I heard that Louisiana is getting ready to legalize. Hey, man, it should. So it's supposed to Jewish this year. Or something. Something. It's, it's really, fall. it really should, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish. Uh, like my, my dad has has uh, some cancer and stuff. Mm -hmm. and I wish. Uh, I really, you know, not necessarily smoking because he quit smoking and stuff a while ago. But you know, at least uh, if you could, like do like tea or like, yeah. candies or something. Yeah. You know, like a, 
I yeah. think it probably would really help. Well, you know, man, um, I have a member of my family that had, um, I'm good, brother, thank you, uh, that had severe epilepsy, you know, I mean, had a brain injury that gave him extreme epilepsy, you know, I mean, this cat could have bit his tongue off, it was all that, it was all that, man, this is as bad as it could go, you know, and uh, he uh, started regularly using cannabis, man, and uh, he's off of his pharmaceutical medication completely, and not, and not um, experiencing any seizures, man, so, and I I mean, there was an old man uh, that lived near us when I lived with my brother that had gotten a terminal cancer diagnosis 14 years ago and had not succumbed to cancer. You know what I mean? And he was regularly using the the cannabis that he grew to to treat his cancer. And man, you know, uh, I get that there's folks that don't approve of it. And most of the ones that don't approve it don't really know that much about it. That's that's the thing. I think it's just like the education thing. You know, I get people are just so used to like the system that's going on now with the big pharmaceutical companies. And then, you know, these big companies they're just like feeding us like all this garbage. Yeah, you know? man. Like yeah, they're, they're so charging us outrageous prices for it. So many, so many drugs going into people that you can find it in city water around the country, yeah, exactly. and all that kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, man. I mean, just, just yeah. for the record, we're on Facebook Live and all that, but just for the record, Mark Holder, uh, Mark Porkchop Holder, MPH is pro cannabis. <laughs> we're pro helping sick people any way that you can help sick people, Absolutely. and uh, uh, and. And if you, we're pro, we're pro union, pro we're communist. pro worker, and uh, and man, um, if you don't agree with me, come talk to me about it. I'm interested in your viewpoint, man. You know, uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't, I don't want to live in a world where every fuck about agrees with me, you know, because uh, I ain't right about every damn thing, you know. But uh, yeah, that that's how we roll, man. That's that's what we, how we feel and what we believe and what we're trying to communicate about, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of wonder if I, my crazy uh, little lady friend is uh, too tuned into uh, right now. She, she might be coming down to you. Well, that'd be all right. That'd be I, all right. Don't know if, I don't know if that's all right. You say no, that. No, man, no, man. It, it, totally, it totally is. Look, man, I'm a southerner. You know what I mean? I'm as southern as, as you can get. Cow shit between the toes. Southern. And, uh, uh, and, and so, yeah, I run into people all the time that have got a different point of view. And, and I think that's real heavy healthy um i think i think that that people tend to speak to each other in person better than they do online tend to treat each other better in person than they do online uh there's there's actual social consequences to sitting in front of somebody and speaking your truth instead of thumbing it on your phone you know i I, I totally agree with that so come on down and talk to me man i ain't got no i ain't got no bitch with nothing
I don't really like beer anymore. Right, right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, I don't drink no booze anymore at all. Yeah. It's it's a. Uh, I try to stick with things that make my life less complicated. Yeah. And for me, alcohol makes my life more complicated. So I don't. It ain't something yeah, I that, do. That definitely, is, it's a fine line for me. Like you know, I I, I went in like six months. Yeah. Like, Nothing, and then, uh, then I started drinking a little bit, like uh, after, like Saturday nights after yeah. after I got off work. You know, yeah. it was like the bar was right across the street, and yeah. over there and have a couple drinks. And just like I'd write, and I'd just write by myself, and then like go home. No doubt. But, but then I started finding myself like drinking a little more, a little more, a little yeah. more. Yeah. And then uh, I I caught myself before it was getting out of hand, but now. I, I think since I caught myself, like now, like I, I'll have like a like one like uh, Irish coffee like yeah. after work. It's like, and yeah. and rare occasion I may have two, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I definitely don't do like a. Well, like you know, you know, man. Years ago, I, I had a, a old man that I grew up around, and the cat had uh, sold used cars for like from age 20 to age 35, and then he had started gambling, yeah. full time. And he was making a living gambling. You know what I mean? He wasn't. He didn't get underwater. And he told me, he said, "Man, make your rule and don't break it. Yeah. Whatever your personal rule or your personal guideline is, follow that shit. Yeah. You know. And uh, I think if it's good to you, it's got to be good for you. Yeah. And if it ain't good to you, back it off where it is, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, I think you know what. I, I, went, I went to rehab and shit, man. Yeah. For, for, my, for my situation, you know, because I, I, was, I was in trouble. You know, I was going through a divorce. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got like three DUIs. You know, it's piling up, you know. Yeah. Was, yeah. They're, they're going to hit me hard. Yeah, they were going to get you. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get me on the felony thing. Yeah. So, so I went to rehab, man. I was there for, I did like four months in there. Like, it was like hardcore, like, they call it TC Therapeutic Community, where like, you, you write tickets on each other and you have the confrontations. Yeah. And, like, you, you go from on the panels, like basically, like your narcs against each other. Yeah, it's weird. Man. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a little bit of a head trip. Yeah, it was, it was part like part jail, part mental hospital. Yeah, like, kind yeah. Of combination. Yeah. yeah. But, well, well, I've done them both separately, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, so, so you know, like putting them together. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that would be a weird one. Yeah, man. But I, but I think in the course of that, like I, I found a lot about myself, and like lot, some people freak out, be like, oh. My God, like you're gonna have go have a drink, like yeah. you, you can't do that. Like it's like oh, I, I think I can. Yeah, I, like, I can if I can. Yeah, you know, I can. yeah. And you know, I understand some people can't, and you know you can't. You yeah, know, you can't. And, like there, there was times when I knew I couldn't. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And, there were times when I didn't know that I could but, yeah. <laughs> but, well like with me man um, I, I hadn't had I, I hadn't I really haven't drank in a long time but especially the last five six years of my life man um, I discovered a lot about myself you know I'm not somebody that really ever understood my own behavior for a long time I knew that I would get obsessive about things and need to do them like when I discovered the guitar I went through a period where I, where I played it eight hours a day and worked a full-time job you know yeah you know yeah but 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 yeah uh, uh, I, I, no, it's all right. it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't gonna eat much oh uh, yeah it ain't gonna eat much man it's all right but uh so so when I 
when I went into a mental hospital, when my when I finally got out of control enough with my behavior that it was time to go in and try to get straight, um, I learned that yeah, that that uh, I have a thing with with uh, cycling up and down, and that I have a thing with hearing and seeing things, you know, and uh, uh, for me it was incredible relief. It was like oh. Okay. Yeah, this is this is what it is. This is what the problem has yeah. been. And uh, the medicine that I take and alcohol. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no crossover point between the meds and the alcohol. There goes dirty deep, nice and loud, man. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, Dirty Deep's playing the first set on the show tonight, and then we're up after them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I said it before uh, during the podcast thing, but, man, I, I'm playing with this man, Dirty Deep, from Strasbourg, France. If you haven't checked them people out, you got to go check that out, man. Uh, they are super, super great. Yeah. How, how low are they here? Uh, they're, they're here. Uh, we're going to do... Uh, uh, Clarksdale on uh, on Saturday, and then I think sometime early in the next week they got one in New York City, and then they're going up into Canada and doing a, a, a run in like in like Quebec area of Canada, and then and then back. So I think they got about three weeks all together out. You know, yeah. Great guys, man. Uh, we uh, funny ass thing. They uh, uh, their vehicle, which is right there got broke into in Atlanta and uh, they got some passports stolen and a whole bunch of money stolen and uh, we just basically made the statement on Facebook man hey the boys from Dirty Deep got hit you know and uh, they need some help and uh, folks started coming with money and I need to send an amp and you know uh, how can you know I work for the I work for the uh, Department of State how can I help with the passport situation and uh, people came I mean that's been like 48 hours and people came right out of the, the woodwork you know yeah. to help man and uh, it's it's a really cool thing man that, that old internet's a funny thing it'll bite you but at the same time that school bus that I'm traveling around in over there uh, we blew up a, a, a van we blew up a van in uh, uh, upstate New York got towed to the gig <laughs> and and did, uh, yeah, AAA, did the gig and then got up next morning went to the coffee shop I'm like all right man we ain't got no money and we ain't got no wheels and we got a gig in like four days what are we gonna do and we crowdfunded which I knew nothing about at all we crowdfunded uh, and just told people, hey, man, we've either got to get enough money to get home or if we get enough money to get some wheels under us and finish this tour, that would be great. And made enough money to buy that van outright in yeah. three days. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, people are, people are genuinely good, I think, you know. Like, they're a lot better than what uh, they were made out to be, I think, you know. Like, we're, just, yeah. we're hardened, I think, of just about, like, just by everything going on around us and and you know, man, there's there's something about from the inside being a musician. There's something about trying to be true to that that makes people be real with you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's it's a it's like walking on the path, man. For me, at least, it's totally like like walking on the path, man. I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life when I'm doing it, and good things come to me. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that way also. It's like, you know, it's like, I've had so many people help me when I was out on the road and stuff, touring all the time. Right on. You know, like, people were taking us in, like, feeding us, and, you know, it's like, hooking us up. So now yeah, it's like, if, if, there, if there's a way that I can help somebody, like, you know, like, don't pay, know, it's a pay idea. forward kind of thing. Like, just last weekend, oh. Or actually, just just past Friday, my episode. Uh, one one guy worked with his dishwasher, and uh, his uh, house burned down. Like, just oh Lord, have mercy! Like, yeah, you know, like burnt to the ground. Like, it's, yeah, like, ruined. They didn't, didn't have any uh, fire insurance or anything. Right. So, like, I've been trying to like po- post it within my show, like you know, the links so they have a like a, a GoFundMe thing right. set up. Right. You know, so, I'm hoping it's like trying to get people like you know the this. You know, know about it. Yeah, man, a small, a small thing, a small thing to you that you can do for somebody else, man, it's coming. You know what I mean? Your hard time is coming, and your need for people is going to show up then. And uh, if you're if you're in the way of doing it, you're in the way of getting it, man. You know, yeah, and it makes you feel. It makes you know that you're a good person too. Yeah. And sometimes you got to prove that to yourself. No, you know? that's, that's very true. Yeah, uh, I feel that. You know, and so some people, you know, some people tell you just how much of a good person you're not. And <laughs> sure. So, so sometimes that makes you try a little harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got people that call them down. Yeah, you yeah. know, but you know that's that's the whole thing, man. Is is uh uh. uh they can they can tell you, somebody can talk to you and man and they can tell you about them but they can't really tell you about you man they can yeah but but you know what you what you want to do and what's important to you most people do yeah a lot of people don't don't have the ability in a particular moment to find the strength to do that thing that they want to do, you know? Uh, and I mean, you know, I'm somebody that like, there are days that I don't know how I'm getting to the next thing, uh, yeah. but I do. Uh, I, I get there, man, you know. We used to go out on, on tours. We, we'd be going for like three weeks at a time and like, no money, no money at all. I was like, like, how are you even gonna get to the, to yeah. the first gig? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, well, once once you start rolling, it's uh, yeah. all right. But man, yeah. like, how are we, how, like, how are we gonna get to to Atlanta from Nashville? Exactly. <laughs> like, you know? Exactly. That's four hours. Yeah, know? man. Like, maybe somebody will loan us some gas when they get yeah. started. You know? Yeah. And, uh, there, there was more tours like that than not. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, yeah, I've definitely. Uh, uh, I've definitely uh, uh, had people that that have helped me, and then they are doing something for a charity or are doing something where they need music. Yeah. And uh, I'm if you if you stood by me on that man, and you want some of my music, music is coming, man. You know. Uh, 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 I mean, it's what I have to give in this world, you know, uh, basic human kindness to the people around me and playing for folk. That's what, that's what I got to give, you know, and I, and I try to give it every day, man. When it's asked for, I try to give it, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it. 
bang-up job of it, too, man. Oh, I, I love this shit record. Thank you very much. Just so the, 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 the Undertaker put out two, two records in a year is a, is a pretty big thing in itself. You know? so, but, you know, everyone's going to be looking for that number three. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's definitely in the works, and uh, it's going to – that one is – the next one is going to happen pretty hot and fast. Uh, it's all acoustic, and we made the decision on this one. Um, we've performed most of everything that we've done pretty live and then did some layering and stuff like that. But this next one, I think, is pretty much all acoustic, all strictly live, and trying to cop one take on everything, man. That's awesome. You know, so, uh, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get in the – we're going to get in the room and set up a whole bunch of microphones and, and uh, run it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Live, live to two-track kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, live to two-track and uh, uh, and talking about where we're at, man. Yeah. Talking about where we're at uh, as a country, you know. Um, I, I think a lot about my country right now, man. It seems like my seems like my country's in kind of a weird time. Yeah, well, you know? I, I think we need to. I mean, yeah. We need to. Yeah, it, it always bears examination. Yeah. Good time and bad for sure but like especially now man everything is so divided and uh and and uh people there's something that's been lost in communication and in civility yeah man towards people that you know are like good friends towards your neighbors man towards your neighbors you know neighbors and 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 relatives and stuff and uh it ain't got to be like that man everybody can put their pistol away you know what i mean yeah we ain't all trying to kill each other here you know yeah yeah i mean i i hope uh, i hope there is some real change going man yeah it starts inside yeah it's it starts with it you know you want to you want to change the world man change your world yeah you're absolutely right yeah that's that's an awesome mechanism right there yeah that's cool, man. Hey, man, if you were watching or listening, thank you so much. We appreciate you very much. It's Mark Porkchop Holder and MPH. Come see us and, and check us out, man. We care, you know. Awesome, man. Thanks for uh, spending a little time with me and uh, doing this. Uh, I know I thoroughly enjoyed it. I have a lot of material here. So thank you, big. Man, it is it is it is the sacred burning heart, but instead of a heart it's a pork chop. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a uh, kind of a religious reference, man, but with a little sense of humor in there too, bro. Yeah. I, re- I remember I remember this uh I would still play it for good. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've, I've been going through this hard, hard drives lately. Well, you know, it's a funny thing, man. All three members of the old three piece Black Diamond Heavies are on the same record label now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, that would be awesome. I'll, 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 I'll be, uh, the first one in line to get that album. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It would be big fun to put that out and maybe add a few things to it or something, man. Yeah, Make absolutely. it a full record. Put some vinyl out on it, you know.
Man, I tell you, man, in the meantime, man, if you're a lot closer than you used to be, maybe we'll get out and do some stuff together. Man, I would love to. We've got a little deep of those things the end of your eyes. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome play with us here. Yeah, man. I think our band's are good together. That's cool. Circle's thing, you know. Biggie Boutain, you've been listening there, watching actually. Oh, Swap's so uh, Choosy on Grip Punk Radio. Actually, it's not real on Grip Punk Radio, on Facebook Live right now. And, uh, so, we've been talking with Martin Port Chap Holder, and I was just, uh, just having a little chat. So, it's uh, been, been good. I'm, I'm going to hang out for a little bit and check out the show. If you're, if you're here in New Orleans, come on by. It's uh, Portside Lounge. 3,000 Dryads, man. 3,000 Dryads, and I uh, hope to see you. All right. Hey now, this is Mark Porkchop Holder from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the only thing that you really should be listening to is Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio. I told you now. I've had a great time uh, putting this uh, episode together. It's kind of a big undertaking. It's kind of pretty much the biggest uh, episode I've ever done. I actually had to spread it out into two episodes, but uh, it was cool, man. Uh, I, and I really was uh, happy to reconnect with a old buddy pork chop man from uh, up in Tennessee. You know, I, I hadn't seen him in probably shoot, uh, I'd say at least ten years, and so that was uh, awesome. Uh, awesome uh, getting to. Uh, Dig into this music a little bit, you know. I, I just love it, man. And I, I uh, wish you all, all the success in the world. And, and uh, you know what? Uh, so you said something funny uh, at the end there. Uh, you were saying about all three members are on uh, a live natural sound recordings. And, um, 
So, um, you know, I think it would be really cool, man, if uh, Black Diamond Heavies got back together and played some, man. It's, uh, like, they were such a good band. And uh, with, with uh, what you were saying, I'm going to take take it out of here. With, uh, I'm going to play a couple more songs uh, just to kind of wrap it up. And uh, So, uh, that, that we, we uh, let's just start from the top. We uh, ended it with, uh, last time was uh, Headlights and then Big, Big Boat. We did off of uh, the 2005 uh, Black Diamond Heavy's EP, and then uh, after that we did a uh, 38 by uh, that was uh, let, it, uh, let It Slide, and then uh, we did a little more talking part that that little chapter we call Southern Baptist Pot Smoking Communist. <laughs> Southern Baptist Pot Smoking Communist. All right. And uh, after that one, we heard What Is Wrong With Your Mind from uh, Death in the Blues. And then uh, after that, we got it back into a little bit of talking. We did uh, some some uh, talking about walking on the path. And then uh, kind of in closing uh, with the thing, we did uh, some James Leg by Porkchop. So uh, after we did some James Leg, let's do some James Leg, you know, since, uh, since uh, they're label mates and all that, all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, so let's do... Um, James Leg, uh, he had an album come out in 2015 called Below the Belt, and uh, this is uh, actually my, my favorite cut from it. It's called Dirty South, and it goes like this. Hey y'all, this is James Leg from Chattanooga, Tennessee, Sea Rock City. You listening to Swamp Jacuzzi on Real Punk Radio. <laughs> Yeah. 
right, that was Mark Porkchop Holder and MPH doing a Buddy Guy song, Baby Please Don't Leave Me. And I, I recorded that actually on, on my microphone. Automano just uh, straight into my laptop when I went down to see the guys in New Orleans uh, just a couple weeks ago. And uh, so I, I thought that one sounded pretty cool. So I thought I'd go ahead and spit it for you. Uh, and then before that, we heard uh, King Mud. That was uh, backing up from the Victory Motel sessions. And, that, and uh, King Mud is uh, Freddie J4 from uh, Left Lane Cruiser and Van Campbell playing drums from, from Black Diamond Heavies. That's why I included that one in there. So uh, I'd like to just uh, give a quick thanks to you know the pork chop, Travis and Doug uh, for uh, helping me get all this stuff together for the, for this uh, sh- little showcase. And uh, James Leg uh, chimed in and help, helped me out with a couple things. The Portside Lounge uh, and uh, Tiger, uh, they, those guys are all very friendly uh, helping me, you know, make sure I was, had everything I needed to get set up and broadcast uh, down at the show and everything. And awesome, awesome people. Uh, Real Punk Radio for giving me the format that I can do my do my thing, you know. So y'all are awesome people. Thank thank you. Uh, DJ, who's who's now we we will refer to as DJ. Uh, thanks for the ride down to New Orleans and uh, helping me um, get all this together. And uh, you, you definitely uh, were a big part of of the interview also. And uh, Patrick Moran for for the call in uh, for the being the Polynesian uh, call in and uh, Samantha. Mayhem giving us a call from uh, Huntsville, Alabama. And I think uh, next week I'm going to do another special. Uh, not quite as uh, long, but it's going to be uh, going to be spinning singles and mixing doubles with Rumbar Records. And I'm uh, going to be playing a lot of 7-inch uh, uh, singles. So. so that should be fun. Should be a good, good time. Uh, stick around, you know. Um, Got Hudson the Ledge should be coming up right after me. And uh, Swamp Jacuzzi, man. It's what the weird kids listen to. And I'll see you next week. All right, later. Oh, shit, I must be tired. I didn't even announce the last song. Uh, let's take it out with uh, one more from uh, that uh, 2005 EP, Black Diamond Heavies. Um, let's do uh, Poor Brown Sugar. All right. Now, I'll see you next week. This is about our 1984 Mercury Marquee. You know you know Mercury? I don't know. Maybe you don't know Mercury. Ford. Ford. You know Ford. Yeah. Ford, Chevy, fuck. Okay, well, Mercury. 1984, oh, honey, I see you holding your ears. I know it's loud, baby, I know. 1984, Mercury Marquis. It was two tones, a light brown on a dark brown, had tinted windows. My uncle from New Orleans, give it to me. When he give it to me, he said, John, she got her name. Her name is Sweet Brown Sugar. But that car was not so sweet. And I left that motherfucker in the woods of Wildwood, Georgia, on my ex-girlfriend's brother's property. And it go like this. Cause you're diamond 
Emmy. 